Random Thoughts for Valentine's Day 2019. The day is a holiday invented by burnt out mid 30s screenwriters to make people feel like crap. I ditched the podcast today, took a train out to Taco Bell. I don't know why. I'm not an impulsive person. I guess I just woke up in a funk this morning. I have to get my headphone amplifier fixed. Hi, Jared. It's John. Listen, I, I don't feel very well today. No, I, <laughs> I got mono, I think. <laughs> it's goddamn freezing in this cantina. Crunchwrap Supreme in February. Brilliant, John. Audio files are deleted. Don't remember doing that. It appears that this is my first episode in five months. Podcasting is overrated. It's just tiny little talks. If only I could talk about something new. I guess my chances of that are somewhat diminished seeing as I'm incapable of being emotionally vulnerable with any movie I haven't seen. <laughs> Maybe I should watch her again. Spike Jones was nice. Nice is good. Her loved me. Why do I fall in love with every movie I see that shows me the least bit of attention? Eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 Amazing. Feels like. Hey, this is Aaron. Hey, guys, it's Jared, and welcome to the Soda Society podcast. It's me, Josh. Sip, 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 sip. sip. Thanks for joining us, and bye. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. That was probably the best intro. Of all of the intros we've done so far. Thank you. I did that this morning. <laughs> wow. Very impressed. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Well, welcome to, uh, ladies and gents, welcome to the Soda Society podcast. Um, it's me, John. And Aaron. And Jared. And we have two very special guests. We have... Uh, you got me. What's your name? My name is Thomas. <laughs> okay, that's cool. And... You got me. Oh, uh, what's your name? Allison. Uh, we have Thomas and Allison in the studio. Yeah. Yay. We've been following our past two podcasts. They also um, guest hosted on uh, The Lobster and In the Mood for Love. Yep. Going to say something intense. <laughs> <laughs> we have a soundboard. It's, it's our it's newest boy. Soundboard boy. <laughs> so this is going to be the episode where we do where we like try out the soundboard and like where we just need to get like past like the point of like just overusing the soundboard okay so today we're overusing yeah but next time we won't be next time we won't be. it's okay. gonna be we're, we're gonna, gonna be so good and then we're gonna find audio ground professionals <laughs> <laughs> so what have you guys been watching um actually just yesterday we watched shoplifters which we've been trying to watch for was it yesterday two days ago sorry getting my days mixed up two days ago we watched shoplifters um which we've been meaning to watch for like the last like two months um so we finally got around to it and it is a very beautiful movie it's so sad like none of you guys told us it was gonna be that sad (laughs) they they were like we, we we asked them because aaron tommy and john went to see it in theaters and when they came back, we're like, hey, guys, how was it? And they were like, oh, it's a really good movie. You guys should watch it. Fucking but you... sadness is our lives. <laughs> yeah, we're used to it. But you didn't tell us how just how it takes everything that you hope for in the first two acts and then destroys it. I'm like, that's a Tuesday for me. <laughs> <laughs> this this track is a little much. <laughs> Whenever Allison says that, I like go on my head and I'm like, oh, God, delete all that. 
But yeah, no, it was it was a really impactful movie, and it was well. I mean, both Jared and I, after the like the credits started rolling, and we were just sitting there, and we're just like, Man. we need to sit with this movie. And then I checked my phone, and then Tommy has texted me asking to go to the Irvine Spectrum. He had to move some tickets. He yeah, that's how I he phrased to. it. I had to move this. He tickets. was moving these tickets to the Irvine Spectrum. I was physically moving them location wise. Okay, <laughs> to the to the spectrum. Oh, I see. It's fantastic. I met this guy named Lamboy Advance. That's his. That's his actual. <laughs> we don't want to say that. We don't want to put that out there. <laughs> you gotta censor yeah, you it just and post. Identity uh, under the bus. Edit out. That's not his name. <laughs> <laughs> that's all he has Fucked known up. his entire life is Lamboy Advance. <laughs> so this week's movie is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Woo! directed by Michel Gondry. Um, this directed by Michelle Gondry, written by Charlie Kaufman, starring Jim Carrey, Kate Winslet, and uh, Mark Ruffalo, and what's her name? Kirsten. Dunst. Elijah Wood. Yeah, that's Elijah her Wood. Name. What's Kirsten Dunst? Elijah Wood. Tom Wilkinson. I don't know why I thought of Tom Wilkinson before Kristen Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. There's a lot to talk about with this movie, right? Yeah. Um. Oh, well, also the, the the soda we're drinking. Actually, let's 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 jump right into that before we get into yeah, the yeah. Movie. Um, the soda we're drinking, the I got three three bottles of Jones. I got Jones soda. Anyone who knows Jones knows Jones, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh yeah. And I got a blue one and a and an orange, orange one, one and a clear one because that's the colors of the movie in my head. Um, sure, uh-huh. honestly. Okay. Yeah, orange, tangerine, right? It's a, it has a very blue hair. hue. It's very cold. Yeah. The, the movie's cold. And then clear because they disappear. Spotless. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> Thanks for the punch up. Yeah. And 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 so so that's what three of us will be drinking. But we also have two surprise soft drinks. Two surprise soft drinks for our two guests. It's the soda sommelier, Aaron Miller. Aaron, go on with the segment. Go on with the segment, Aaron. I can't. <laughs> go on with the segment. Okay, okay, okay. You don't have to be into so, it. Uh, Allison or Thomas? Who wants to go first? Raise your hand now. Tommy. So, the first drink. You know the rules. You can ask me a question about the nutrition if I would drink it. That's it. Um, and then you can pass it. If you pass it twice, that person has to take it. What's the, what's the calorie content? Okay, no one looks. There are four adults closing their eyes. Calorie content is 150 per serving. Both drinks have two servings. For two servings or one serving? One serving. Oh, okay, so there's 300 calories in the food. And then the whole thing. Uh, the Jones for, for everyone is 140 for the entire bottle. To whom? Allison. <laughs> so now she gets two. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta ask me a question quickly. Um, what is the sugar content? Uh, don't look. Sugar content: thirty-two grams per serving. Okay. I, I, just for the I, I, I'm I'm a pass it. To whom? 
<laughs> uh, I'm gonna pass it to Aaron. Fuck. <laughs> Aaron, what are you drinking for this episode? This is unprecedented. <laughs> this has never happened. It's I'm never. drinking. I don't think we've ever actually passed a surprise soft drink. Never. I didn't want to drink this. <laughs> I'm drinking palm. Oh, hey. Actually, that's not bad. That's so good. That's I so don't good. like pomegranate. Oh, that's man. So good. That's so good, actually. I'm fucking crying. Okay. I should just take it. Allison. <laughs> you introduced it before the show is, don't worry, it's definitely worse than Jones. Yeah, that's it's like... It's just pomegranate juice. It's just pomegranate juice. I'm not taking that. All right. Good for antioxidants. Allison, your turn now for the surprise soft drink. There's consistency in Aaron okay so just um if you want palm go ahead and just take it I, just the no. look okay can I describe Aaron's face like just looking at Jared right now it's a face of contempt it's a face <laughs> I'm of looking contempt. at Allison oh <laughs> <laughs> this new drink ask me a question <laughs> would you drink this no <laughs> that probably means I would drink this <laughs> he doesn't drink it <laughs> You know, I'm just going to take it. This is taking too okay. long. Wow. Yeah, take it. You're drinking Bolt House 100% carrot juice. Oh, I actually would drink this. Wow, that's disgusting. Wow. Thank you. Aaron, you have to pass your Jones to Thomas Miller. That's Can I fine. take the palm? I didn't really want to drink the berry lemonade anyway. Oh, no. You did this, Tommy. We, yeah. I want the palm. These are the rules that we have to play Welcome by. Welcome to the Soda Society, bitch. <laughs> Tommy, I'm going to bend the rules. If we both take a sip and we both don't like them, we can trade. <laughs> wow, he really hates pomegranate juice. Okay. This is this this is the initial sip. Wow. 660% vitamin A content in one serving of the 100% carrot juice. Wow. That's like six times. We're trading. So I'm going to be <laughs> drinking about... 12 right above my laptop right above the record right there yeah allison is drinking 1200 percent of the daily recommended vitamin a content wow. and a single carrot juice oh uh, we're all this is ridiculous up. so uh, okay so tommy and aaron drinking your new drinks how is it now better uh, it's much it's better much better because i prefer the sweet disgusting taste of soda and syrup to fresh pure pomegranate juice sounds like aaron this was a really good surprise soft drink thanks aaron <laughs> i appreciated this thank you i'm glad i impressed so we all have our beverages now we can sort of dive into eternal sunshine eternal sunshine of the spotless mind um Ooh. so i want to do a thing where we write on uh post-it notes for like five minutes and we're just gonna cut out the silence um of, of just two sentences of what you think this movie is really about and we can start that now i wrote a lot yesterday like i have a full like note of like what i wrote but it's really it's there's so much to this film that it's like and there's so many people around this table <laughs> that it, i want to sort of organize our discussion by like what we think and you know whatnot so should we just go one by one and just sort of read what we have um written sounds good to me all right well, I'm gonna start with. Uh, Wait, is this thing recorded? Yeah, it's become. Yeah, it's recorded Dude, now. We're on oh, the okay. air. Oh, sorry, sorry. I wasn't. I didn't look. Like it was moving. That's why. Didn't you see the on air? We're sign live, up dude. The studio. the studio audience is like looking I'm, at us, like, "What are they doing right now?" I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Didn't you see the studio audience? Didn't you hear them? Th- thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank Thanks, yeah. studio audience. Who are we starting with, John? <laughs> I, I think we should start with Aaron because he's he hasn't seen this movie before mm, before wow. this. Okay. So what did you write, Aaron? Okay, so I feel like I have a lot of thoughts about this, yeah. but I can't write them down in any coherent way. So I wrote a bunch and then I crossed it out. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, but I, that's a lot of words. I wrote the film is about how good ex- good memories can make an experience an experience seem better than it was in reality. But then I was also thinking like how love is more centered around positive experiences than negative experiences, but then it's also like trying to get through the negative experiences. Um, it's a lot. It's, there's a lot. It's a lot. There's a lot. Um, yeah. Okay. Popcorn to someone. Uh, Jared. Um, let's see. What did I write? I put, um, <laughs> I formed it as a question. If you had the choice to love and lose or never experience it at all, which one would you choose? Um, it's like that old the tale. That question is old as time, right? If you had a chance to change your fate, would you? Yeah, I started reading that question, and that's exactly what popped into my head. <laughs> so I stopped and I started again. But yeah, I was, like, I I don't think the film decides because the characters are like, we don't know if we want to do go through with this again or not. But it's like, it seems like yeah. at least um, uh, Jim Carrey's character kind of goes through like. I don't want to lose the thoughts, even if they are bad or even if they are good. I'd rather still have them. That's what I think. I think like, that he like learns to like accept, accept like how bad it is because I think the love is, I, I think the love that they have for each other is like so strong. Yeah. 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 I think that too. Yeah. We'll get more into it. Allison. I, I, Gave your popcorn away. Yeah, you took wow. it I took that popcorn, popcorn, put it in my mouth, and I and you spit it at Allison. <laughs> I didn't want to say that because that's, that's mean. <laughs> spit it into my hand, put it in the trash can, wash my hands, and point it at Allison. That's better. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, that visual. I, I wrote down just a couple phrases. I put repetition and the cyclical nature of love and existence, the paradox of growth. Um, Allison's a lot smarter than everybody Allison's else. Allison's so fucking smart. <laughs> no, no. I raised my eyebrows and then I took a long swig. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, no, no. Uh, I just, I, I wrote a couple things in college about this movie, so I had a lot of time to think about it. Mm-hmm. So that's why. Um, and can you can you go into can you explain a little bit about yeah, like, I wanna, uh, the writing and like what you were writing about? Yeah, what was like, your paper you about? For? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, sure. Um, so I was for my upper division, my last upper division writing class, and um, our professor had us choose an object of study, and I chose this movie because I had just watched it recently prior to the assignment being assigned. Um, and what we had to do was, it was two papers we had to do. One was a lit review, so we had to scour the journalistic articles of this movie, which there are actually quite a few on, which is pretty cool. Um, And then we had to kind of bring our own point of view to the conversation of what we read. So I decided to make my life extremely hard for myself, and I analyzed this movie in the lens of Eric Erickson's, like, development, social, like, psychological development theory, where there's, like, I'm like messing up the theory now, but like there's multiple stages of development that one goes through in life. And I use this movie kind of to to flush out that theory in my paper. And it was kind of like a walking disaster, but I learned a lot. 
Tell us about this paradox of growth. What do you mean by that? Yeah, that's very interesting <laughs> to me. <laughs> so I, um, this kind of, like, this was a thought that I had, but the, the wording of it came from uh, one of the, the scholars that I read. I don't know, scholars, professors, Voices. people that I read that um, said it, that it was this movie kind of touched on the paradox of change, but then I thought of this movie more in terms of growth than just change, so I said paradox of change. What is that paradox? I, the paradox of growth in the sense that, like, when you think of growing, you think of kind of moving on and, like, kind of, like, taking what you learned from your experience and then adding something new to the table and each time kind of like putting more apples in the basket so to say and then like at the end of your life you have a bunch of apples to choose from but this movie kind of debunks that a bit because there's growth in the sense of like they went through this experience and they know a little bit more about themselves and love and stuff yet they're kind of going through the same like cycle again of like they're they're falling in love with the yeah. same person again. Is that, yeah. yeah. Would you talk about like repetition and yes. the cyclical nature of it all? Yeah. So Ooh. that's kind of like where that came from. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I see. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Nice. Fuck, man. She's so smart. She is. <laughs> she wrote a paper on this. She read people who wrote papers on out. this. <laughs> no, no. Like I said, it's just because I wrote a paper on this. Does that m- not make you smart? Because you wrote the paper. So. What grade did she get? <laughs> Send your thoughts to hashtag fistfeed at sodas. I hate this. I don't like this. No, we're not going to put you on that I'm going to popcorn to... Who didn't go yet? Tommy. Tommy. Okay, I just wrote... um, Celeste Smart. Um, (laughs) I just said it's um, about, like, finding the meaning in an old, like, uh, relationship, like, like, that you're in again. Like, it's like a dramatization, like, just, like, over the top. But, like... But, like... If you could, yeah, I, think, I think you could see it, or at least as part, like, partly how I saw it was, um, like, because in the end, they, they decided to kind of go through it again. Yeah. Beca- and, like, they were, like, stuck. Like, like they were, like, it was part of, part of the relationship that was, like, very difficult. And so she just, I mean, she went and erased him. But, um, like, but, and that's just, like, just, like, this, like, over-the-top, like, kind of, like, thing of, like, oh, we're going we're gonna to call it off. And then... Um, and then they kind of go through all the steps, like just to find themselves again mm-hmm. and find out why they even tried in the When was the first time you watched the film? The first time I watched the film was last year. Oh, wow. No, that's more recent than I thought. Last year? Yeah. I just, I was on a Tinder date. What wow. a great <laughs> what a that's like a jump into that's, that's my a bro. jump into the deep end. I remember this story. No, you don't. I'm pretty sure I do. Well, maybe you do. I'm pretty sure I do. Tommy goes on a fuck ton of Tinder dates. <laughs> do you really? Plebe. No, not really. Um, I don't know. The, the story's not interesting. I just watched the movie. And yeah, it's yeah. not an interesting story. I just remember yeah. the details. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seriously, though, that I feel like you need to have a lot of trust in somebody you just met to watch a movie well, we, about we, we, like okay. diving into a relationship with yeah. somebody you may have just met. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. I, I hadn't seen the movie, um, so I didn't really know. But no, was it her recommendation? Well, okay. So we had, we had um, we had went to um, we went to get like um, boba like like a couple days before then, um, and then she was like, "Oh, um, 
because we were just talking and she was like, oh, we have, like, I forgot how she brought it up. She was like, have you seen Eternal Sunshine? And I was like, no. Um, and she was like, oh, let's go, let's watch it. I'm just saying, if that's on, like, the person's mind, there's obviously some, like, really deep-rooted ideas and opinions about love. Hey, man, Eternal Sunshine, it's an aesthetic film. <laughs> it's a good, I'll, I'll, it's I'll be honest, it's a very aesthetic film. No, it's, it yeah, you're right, it's very pretty, but at the same time, its themes run so deep. It's a good date movie. It's a good first date movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about first date. I feel I just, like that's something I would do on a first date. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy, yeah. was it a good first date movie? <laughs> not really <laughs> i don't think movies in general are yeah they are no. they should be so, they can be they can be like i mean because you're just like instead of talking yeah. about your own ideas you just have like yeah. this thing just giving you ideas like like maybe like maybe seeing something in the theater can be fine like especially if you have like a whole day like around it yeah but like if you're just like oh like we're just like because i was how was at our house you weren't. I think you were gone that weekend. I think it was over the weekend you were gone. It's probably but, uh, at a chick's place. <laughs> 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 no, I think I was just back at all. Yeah. Um, and I was just in the living room. We because um because me and John, old roommates, we had a projector and we were watching it on there, and then we just watched Fuck, it. We go way back, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then. We watched it. We talked a bit, and then she left. So like it's just, it's just like not. It's just not a, like movies in general. It's just like not a very good idea. I think not a good idea. Like it's just like what do you do afterwards? Unless you know, unless you're trying to. Well, you just set up your old Behringer <laughs> Xenix USB mixer, and you just talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like sex. It's like what do you do after? It's like yeah. a movie. Like you talk. You don't really talk much. There's not really like you're not really getting to know the other person. You're just kind of like consuming this media with them, and then afterwards, it's the only shared experience you have together, and that's it. It's more of a shared experience than you used to have. It's one more shared experience. Sure, but like at the I end think of the day, like, hey, you my my advice to all whole listeners: oh. if you're gonna <laughs> make, if you're gonna do a movie date, make sure you do something afterwards. Because I think the movie is a good way yeah. to get comfortable being in their yeah. physical space, and then afterwards you can start talking. I think that works. So you because you're not awkward just being around. Don't them. just leave afterwards. Yeah, don't. Well, this was fun. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> wow, great movie. It's like bye. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a great introvert cop-out because yeah. I think being an introvert myself, just thinking about having an entire evening with someone I don't know and having to get to know them makes me want to curl into a ball and die. Um, so the the movie kind of like alleviates that a bit. So I, I'm pro-movie, but like things have to ha- like you have to do other things too. You want to hang out with your old pals, Joel Barish and Clementine Kuczynski. <laughs> just... <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm serious. I don't think Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is a good. Not the best first movie. movie. It's it's like a poor choice, unless they have like a like an agenda. (laughs) They have an agenda. (laughs) What's that agenda? I don't know. I feel like they have some like marriage. They have opinions on love, and they're like, I really want to know your opinions on love. It's a great way to like jump into like the deep part of a love, like a relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know when I'm on, when I go on a first date, I just uh, show um, the girl I'm with, um, Michael Haneke's Amour, oh about these aging people, you know, trying to realize their love as they're dying. 
you know, I just bought a little Lamore. <laughs> you know, we get real close. And I'm like, if I'm a dying <laughs> French man, what would you say to me? <laughs> you know, Lamore brings those kind of feelings out. <laughs> <laughs> how do we get here how do we get here i just tommy the, told us about the, best, the first date he had. the best first date movie is just enter the void Casper <laughs> noise enter the void yeah the dmt movie yeah why man that's enough um you're what did you write john we okay, gotta get to you now i wrote Again, I'm I'm not smart. <laughs> like Allison. <laughs> She's like looking around like, what did I do? Sorry, Allison. <laughs> but I, I just wrote, it's really tough to put my thoughts about this film because I come from the background of, I saw this, I would say, I would say either junior or senior year of high school. And it's like, this is like the film that like, made me really like want to make movies and be interested in movies because this film gets me into that place and and so i just wrote it's a film about history and the power of history and you know just like and then and, and because you see history affect all the different characters in different ways whether it's you know you have these people who basically get a blank slate but then like again like the power of the past and their memories just are so powerful that it just like affects them and it just, yeah, it just fucks everyone over, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely means something if, like, you wipe that person clean from your memory, like, both two ways, yeah. and yet they still find each other again, and yes. they don't even understand how. They just do. Yeah. And it's just, like, they're connected. That's what's so powerful to me. It's, like, it's always, I always go back to that bring, uh, 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 Mimi and Montauk scene. Because it's something that I just didn't understand for a long time. But I sort of realized it's them creating a memory within, like, their, their memories, memories, which is so weird. But I thought that was just the most, like, when, when I realized this as a young, like, freshman boy or something, I was like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> I was running around. I was drinking Kool-Aid, you know. I was <laughs> just the epitome of Playing summer. with the pigs <laughs> in the down old mud. <laughs> Charlie Kaufman does it again. <laughs> Uh, but but really it is like it's and something like that it's a concept that i can't even explain but it's just it's just this film is just so powerful in that and it's just like the heaviness of like those memories and and the history that it just like bears upon like every character it's just like very powerful and that's what like always sticks out to me yeah there's like a tenacity there yeah like it keeps on going yeah yeah what was everyone's like favorite like scene that 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 you know that that you sort of like thought about on this watch, I had like two of them. That was like, whoa, what the heck, what the heck is this? Okay, I'll talk about them. <laughs> I was like waiting for something. Sorry, I'm thinking. Oh, go, but go ahead. But um, I I go back to like one of my favorite scenes in the movie is um, where they're sort of talking about you know clementine's talking about like like feeling ugly 
um they're underneath like the covers mm -hmm. i just love like the cinematography of that kind of scene of like you have the sheet like being this like orange presence mm -hmm. and like this warm light coming and it's just so intimate it's just almost too intimate to where it's like it's just the most beautiful kind of thing and on this watch i just realized that like you see like as the memory's fading away you see like this version of joel like as a transparent joel like looking down like where joel like where the blanket did joel is and it's so fucking weird and i love like the small practical effects this like movie has oh me too oh my mm -hmm. gosh yeah 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 there's like the scene where he's like at barnes and noble and he walks oh, right yeah. into right into the stairwell yeah i was like i watched that again i was like what the how incredible the fuck they do that so good yeah i think um one scene that that i guess i didn't notice the first time around as much um um was when they're in again it's also in barnes and noble when it's the memory of um him first meeting clementine mm -hmm. and then um all the books in the background just slowly turn white yes like it's yeah that's so fucking good at first i was like wait why are half the books um reversed like why are the pages facing out and then then i realized that they kept getting more and more white mm -hmm. as time went on and i was like wow that's that's a good effect yeah it reminds <laughs> you of, like the snow like at the end of just like how like that blanketed kind of whiteness mm -hmm. yeah allison what are your thoughts um on this watch actually i mean mm -hmm. I think it's interesting because I thought this would have probably hit home harder on like an earlier watch, but it was the 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 last memory before they it like all went away yeah. at the house. Yeah. Yeah, because I I thought that would have been more impactful before, but this watch I was like, wow, like and I really was like present in everything that was happening, and it's, he was like, oh, I should have stayed, and like I'm gonna make this. The, you you can't just leave. We gotta make a new memory now, and like what you guys were saying earlier about new memories being made within mm. a memory, kind of thing. I don't know, I just thought, like, the the kind of, like, lost time and lost experience, kind of, like, kind of trying to compensate for that in any way possible, I thought that mm. was really impactful for me this time around. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think for me, the my favorite one... Do you want to go, Aaron? No, you, can. you go. No, I want, okay. I want Aaron to go at the end. Okay. Um, I want him to go at the end. Is when Strong he man. first starts talking to Clementine. I remember being like confused when he started talking to her and she started responding back like, well, then just hide me. Like she started giving him advice and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I love that idea because I think this time around, I got glued to the idea that like there are times when you're looking back at a memory mm -hmm. and you you always have looked at the memory a certain way. But once you like reflect on that memory in a different way, it shows you insight either about the other person or the place. And I feel like Joel's doing that the whole movie. Once Clementine, Clementine starts talking to him, once he starts talking to her. And you see how like, like great of a pair they are? Yeah, it's amazing. Like she's helping him even traverse his own memories mm -hmm. in a way where it's like she... Thank you so much, Mom. Um, where she is... He's looking at it from a new pers her perspective yeah like he's starting to figure out how she feels or like why she's feeling that way and it goes back to the end where he's like i thought i was such a loser i was so embarrassed and yeah. she's like i wanted you to stay yeah and he didn't realize it until like until going through this entire thing it, yeah like the scene that like broke me apart this watch was um the peer pressure scene where joel has to um hit oh, the pigeon yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. 
that like and then like she's like and she takes go somewhere really buried and then it goes there and like mm-hmm. I, I always thought it was like a sort of like it was a little funny scene you know it's like oh like it's so cute like jim carrey's being a kid but you're like whoa this is really this is so like dark it's so dark but then like you just see like the kindness that clementine has yeah. where she like like takes joel's hand and like you know let's let's just let's just leave this and like that's just that like broke me apart this watch yeah 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 um i loved all the kids scenes i mm-hmm. loved that part because he's wearing a cute little cape and he, yeah he's like a little kid being a kid she's like a little cowboy yeah it's so cute <laughs> and she's like do like my outfit and it's, it's so adorable <laughs> the, the reactions of allison allison was like smiling like it like this is like a very wholesome answer or something and jared's just shaking his head <laughs> <laughs> um but before they go like deep into that dark childhood yeah. memory, they have the memory where the he's row, taking a bath. Row, row your boat. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like under the table and stuff. Yeah. And I like that scene, not in like a sentimental way necessarily, just because it's really funny. Because it <laughs> <laughs> he's just being a, it's Jim Carrey being a kid. Yeah. It's just, it's hilarious because she's like looking under the table. It, it's just, it's Jim just Carrey's really funny. He's so good in this film. He is. Yeah, I he's think it's really probably good. like his best film, like performance wise. It's my the favorite mask. film for the mask you're right the let's talk mask about the mask it's my second favorite Jim Carrey yeah. movie but this one is easily Truman the first I think he's the best in Truman Show because I think like honestly like the pair of like um, Kate Winslet and like Jim Carrey working together especially on Kate Winslet's part I think Kate Winslet is really like great. She's a such fucking a, star yeah she's so um, like you're you're She's so magnetic in that film. Yeah. You just have to watch her. And just, like, it's so... I was talking to Allison about this in the car. Like, the small, like, facial expression she makes, like, where, like... Like, like especially with... Ah! Oh, Elijah Wood's character. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about him. Where, like, he does something that Joel did, and, like, she, like... She's like, oh, that's so sweet, because it knows... Like, he knows how to, like, get her to that place. Yeah. But then, like, there's that look of, like, whoa. Yeah. Wait, just, like... She like snaps back, this? yeah, yeah, and it's just so heartbreaking. Like, I have like, I know Jared's known for the film theories on this podcast, but I have a film theory, and I, I think it's just, I, I think it's generally accepted that like this procedure just like breaks people apart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it destroys them. <laughs> I think like one hundred percent. Where it's like, yeah. I was like even Joel to the point where I was like, he's acting very, very like meek right now, and like I don't think he's like really that meek in like real life. It's just like, ex- it's just you know. The procedure is just is just getting him to that place, yeah. and I'm like, wow, what the hell? <laughs> I love all the little details, mm-hmm. like because at the beginning is the the twist is the beginning is the end or yeah. whatever. Um, and she's like, oh man, it's Clementine. Don't make any jokes about my name. And he's like, I don't even know what what jokes I could make. And she's like, you don't know the song. And she's like, no. But then at the end, he. When you find out how they first met, he does the joke. Yeah. And then, so it's just, oh, like little things, because that's like a line that you might miss. Yeah. Um, and then, like, their facial expressions, all that stuff. It's just. Mirrors like literally erases a, a nursery rhyme from, yeah. like, his head, which is so, like, brilliant of, like, I don't know where he is, but let me try to find it. And it's literally just the word Clementine. Yeah. I was like, what kind of fucking database shit is this? <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about the idea? of hiding a memory in a different memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that is such a fucking wild idea that is explored so incredibly well. 
of like taking a person, right? And bringing them to a different place in your life and seeing what would happen to that place or that memory if that person were there. I think that's so cool. That's like so powerful. Yeah. Especially that's why the childhood scenes are so interesting because it shows like Clementine's like role in Joel's life makes him reflect differently on his childhood memories in a way that he wouldn't have realized if she wasn't in his life at the moment. Like it's that thing that goes back to what you talked about history yeah, and how what happens in the present trickles all the way back to things that you may or may not have realized when you were younger, even before that person was in your life. And I think that's so awesome. Um, going off of that, it, that all, it also, the memories in which, I mean, like the way it's written, the ones that he, Joel ends up bringing Clementine into of his childhood kind of reflects his current viewpoint of Clementine as well. So oh, it flips yeah. it the other way as well. So it the, the childhood scenes always kind of are interesting to me because it, like, I don't know. I, I feel like the, the one where he's like under the table and like trying to grab cookies and stuff. And then like Clementine's like, baby Joel, baby Joel <laughs> and stuff. It, it kind of, like I don't know. I felt I kind of I kind of viewed it as like he he kind of has like a masculinity kind of insecurity. Yeah. Um and kind it's of like, like he doesn't want to share those like vulnerabilities with anyone. Yeah. And then he he's forced to do it. Yeah. And but the thing is also it makes Clementine look like a kind of like a motherly figure in a way to him too mm-hmm. because of that and also like the the levels of like it, he is physically smaller in that scene yeah. as well. So kind of playing off that and then the one with the pigeon that you were talking about earlier, mm. kind of this kind of like pure friend in Clementine as well, like how he sees her that way. So I don't know. I thought it was it, it kind of reviews re- reveals both things, like kind of both sides of the spectrum. Right? Yeah. You know how like in the past you see aspects like there are people who you meet who have aspects of people that, you know, mm-hmm. it's that thing, right? Uh, yeah. It's like, oh, you remind me of my friend back back home. Mm-hmm because of this aspect and it's like she fits clementine does her role by fitting into those specific like the nurturing part of her or like the the concern part of her the good friend you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. which is what she wanted like in the in the end from joel like that she didn't give out their relationship of like let me like take care of you i want a baby i want someone to take care of yeah and oh my god can we talk about how like basically i make a great mother and then she becomes his mother yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's so good that's wild basically yeah how like something that always like blows my head off is like Clementine probably went through the same exact thing with Joel for them to both meet in Mondok at the end. Oh yeah. Fucking wild. I just need to mention that shit. Do you think do do you think Fuck. this is just a complete like <laughs> throw walk. it out there, but yeah. do you think Oh man, it's a totally different movie. But do you think Joel in Clementine's memories helped her the same way? Or like she tried to hide him? Or like, what do you think? I think, think they went through literally like a very parallel adventure inside yeah. Clementine's head, where she realized how much she loves Joel, and just like, and and that kind of like deep deep reflection on their like basically their relationship, because why would the Montauk thing happen? That's the biggest thing. Like, yeah, Mon the Mimi Montauk is the it's it's like, uh, it's like that thing where it's like what's what's this thing like i can't explain it but it's like it's mimi and montauk it's like indiana jones when they open the ark and everyone's face melts off that's the meme to montauk it's the rosebud it's the rosebud it's the the dank sled it's 
It's the ring of the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's the Kermit the Frog in the Muppet Muff. It's the Rainbow Connection. It's yeah, the Rainbow it's connection. The connection. That turns into Magic Store. Wow. Wow. Do you, just kind of riffing off that a bit. Do you think Clementine actually had a harder time with the like this experience because mm-hmm. the way she freaks out so much, especially with like Elijah Wood's character, what's, what's his, his name? name? Patrick. 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 Yeah. Um, and how he, she's like, get the oh. fuck away from me. Get the fuck oh. away from me. I don't know what's going on. Like oh. I'm crying and like I don't know if that's just her in nature because she is kind of like explosive as a person. Yeah. Um, but I, I just wanted to put that out there. Um. Sorry. No, I'm done. I want to say that Patrick is the most evil villain of any fiction or fictional medium I've ever seen. Can we talk about his hair? (laughs) (laughs) Go off. Talk about his hair. I want to hear. It's like the same length all around. (laughs) (laughs) And like the beard doesn't work on Elijah Wood. While uh, we're on the sorry, all right, that's it. That's the thoughts on his hair. While we're on the topic of looks, yeah. I want to retract a previous statement that I had in a previous wow. uh, podcast about wow. Mark Ruffalo being a wow. dreamboat. Can confirm as a dreamboat. In this movie, in he's this like movie. creepo. No, I mean, are you telling me you weren't like, what in the hell is happening? But I'm having a good time when him and Kristen Dunst are just, just like dancing, dancing on the bed. <laughs> no, I was angry. I just wanted them to do their job. Me, everybody does. Aaron, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that they can't have. I was angry. I, I was, was so angry. upset. Angry. Angry. I'm angry. I like <laughs> I thought the Chris, Chris, Kristen Dunst Kristen, B plot Kristen. was interesting. Yeah. Because it sort of feels underdeveloped. That's my only like complaint about this movie. You feel like you want to know more of their history, right? I want to know more of their history. Mm-hmm. To me, it feels like they needed a way to get the files at the Out end to everybody, to everybody so that yeah. they use that as the mechanism for it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's my two cents on that. I think it's just like this is a movie where it's just like it doesn't like really mirror real life, but it is like awesome fiction. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like all these like sort of coincidences happen in a very like sh- like very condensed amount of time. Of like Clementine gets her memory erased, Joel figures out like the next day, and then goes through the entire procedure like process mm-hmm. like within like one day, yeah, and then gets his memory hours. erased, and then he meets Clementine Clementine the next, the next day. day, Valentine's Day, literally. Yeah, and it's it's one of those kind of like it's a very movie kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I love condensing time. I love this movie in that it does the same thing that her does. It's like a kind of like it could easily be the present or like the near future, but it's so blended That's together true, yeah. with this idea of this technology. And it's also really scary, right? Cause it's like, it offers a question of if this procedure actually existed in real life, have we all gone through it? And at one point we all have done it. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? It it offers that question. And that's the thing with Kristen Dunst's plot is that like, she had no idea. Like, it's possible that you can be attracted to somebody and feel like that idea of like, do I know you as a real thing? And it just takes that idea and fleshes it out in a, like a sci-fi, but like, like a very grounded reality way. Yeah. You know, it feels so creepy. Yeah, it does. Like, it's just like, it just makes her feel so emotional. Yeah. And so like raw. Yeah. I love the line where Kristen Dunst is like, I'm sorry. Like the wife is driving away. Oh, and, and she's like, and um, Kristen Dunst is like, I'm sorry, I didn't know. I don't know what's happening. I'm just a stupid girl. And she goes, and the wife goes, um, "Have him. You already had." 
and she drives away. Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh no. You realize, like, oh, Mirzuak, you son of a bitch. Basically, though, that poor wife, though, is, like, completely <laughs> over right. it by yeah. this point. Like, you can just tell she's just like, fuck this. And just, Thank she God for away. that. Yeah. yeah. That poor, poor woman, man. This, this doctor got to chill. <laughs> I do like... Truth. I I do like Kirsten Dunst's character though because I know uh, it's like the it's like the titular scene of her reciting. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That poetry. was that was the other scene that I was. Yeah, I want to me talk too. About. Though, like when they're in Times Square and that song is playing. Elephant Parade. Yeah, and the and the um, like the entirety of that scene is just so beautiful. So like the, every aspect. The, the history of Elephant Parade is that that wasn't like included in the filming schedule. It was just something that they got like off the cuff, and the reason why Elephant Parade like when I see that like scene means so much to me is like it's just like it's just what it sums up what I, I like really love about filmmaking of like that spontaneity and capturing it on a medium and like you know making that emotional because it just makes me think about like you know the people who like made the movie like Jim Carrey, Kate Winslet, Michelle Gondry, Charlie Kaufman like imagine them like reflecting on that movie and like you know remember when we got that and just like them realizing that it's just like in the past and it's gone and it's just so sentimental mm -hmm. and that just brings like another element of like sort of like this other sort of i don't know if you can call it realism or something else like added to like you know what the movie's all about and like these memories you know because and it makes me think about like my own memories of like when i made my own films and like you know with you guys and like i like look at them and like you know, you can imagine, like, yourself, like, right back there of, like, making that thing and, like, how special that is. Yeah. So that's why I think, like, the elephant parade scene is, like... It hits you that it's way. It's fucking godlike. <laughs> fucking really godlike, dude. It's... And, like, the the meaning behind the idea Such of... Such a fucking an... eternal sunshine, Yeah, the bro. eternal sunshine. <laughs> like, like, it's so warm in a spotless mind. Like, it, I think it goes back to the idea of, like... It's almost a paradox, right? The, it's always sunny in a mind that is completely and utterly blank, but you yeah. lose so much because of yeah. it. Like, it's like the ignorance is bliss, but you don't know what you're missing out on because you no longer remember those experiences. It just sums up everything really, really well. Mm -hmm. I hate how good it is. Yeah. I was like, in my notes, I was just like, because I was trying to come up with the same thing while I was watching the movie, and then it was like... <laughs> Uh, so many things of like the power of love blah 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 blah. But one of them was like how fucked up the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind is <laughs> like that concept like yeah shit yeah. <laughs> also building off that um and the fact that like they're they're quotes yeah that they're being they're quotes they're not original they're shit. re recycled through um Fuck Allison. I just want to say that was not that was that was something I read. That was not um like and, she's and smart. Still she's smart. fucking smart. That was something she's I read. Smart. It's not it's not my own she original thought. She read in a thought. book that so she wrote smart. herself. That was not my original thought. She read a I... quote about quotes. She's so smart. <laughs> no, no, stop. <laughs> I, I don't like this. Um, but yeah, no, that that was not my original thought. That's something I read when I was doing the lit review stuff, and I thought that was really interesting. Um, the fact that Charlie Kaufman was able to build that in as well, um, on top of revealing everything that um, that you guys have addressed surrounding that scene and that quote itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, one of the um, like big quotes that they say first is like, "Blessed are the for are the forgetful for 
before they forget their blundle blunt their blunders their blunders <laughs> they just forget that's them at Nietzsche, home right? and it's quoted by Nietzsche <laughs> that's Nietzsche right Nietzsche yeah it's actually pronounced Nietzsche <laughs> Nietzsche um, <laughs> that's because we're Nietzsche, right? is it, is it, is it it's, it's Nietzsche yeah. oh, okay. but um a lot of people just call it Nietzsche though I'm gonna be it's smart fine. for a second I took a bunch of philosophy classes in this college and one of those classes we study Nietzsche and one of his big like his whole thing was Ubermensch like yeah the, the people who can go through life their own way and not mm-hmm. have to play by anyone's rules mm-hmm. all these sort of things um but one of his concepts was this thing called eternal return and it's this idea oh, that shit. it's this idea that you have you look back on your life or any experience you've had and you have to be able to say yes to it you have to be able to say i'm happy that i did that I'm happy for whatever happened there, even if it's a, if it's a bad experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I would do it again because that's something that made me who I am now. Wow. And regardless if it had a bad end, regardless if I lost a connection or something like that, I am who I, I am now because that happened. Wow. Yeah. So I think that's a really apt concept for this movie Yeah. <laughs> because it's literally eternal return. Because they just they go back into it at the end despite everything. Yeah, they like realize the importance of like that history. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, think about having to think about having to sit through like when Clementine comes in and Joel is listening to the tape, and he just goes into her. Yeah, in like and it's so hard to listen to, especially for two people who are like where he has to be like I would never I don't I don't know why I would say that like what happened to us to get us to this point yeah and she has to just take it the writing's so good of like when he mentions like the whole entire thing of like oh yeah you fuck people to get you know for them to like you yeah like it still gets to her like that's the thing that made her like get out Mm -hmm. like that's the thing that like gets her out the second time too and like you're like fuck you charlie kaufman such good writing what the it is and i love the i love how it ends where he's like stay and she's like why and he goes just 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 because there's I a lot of this you. like stay or go like yeah. that's the big question about eternal yeah. sunshine stay or go mm-hmm. it's it's in the beginning it's like asked with like mark ruffalo and christian dunce you know stay 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 go 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 mm-hmm. and you know i think it's the power of staying <laughs> yeah seriously i mean like that's the at the end of any relation every relationship that's the question right yeah. i mean it ends one way or the other they stay together or they go um so it's so complete it's it's a completely universal question yeah that i feel like everyone at some point has asked i wish i'd stay i do well i came back downstairs and you were gone i walked out i walked out the door <laughs> why i don't know I felt like a scared little kid i was like it was above my head i don't know you were scared? Yeah. What you knew that about me? All right, Shit. it's time wow. to start the trivia game. <laughs> this is not. I'm not. This is not our podcast anymore. Yeah. It's Thomas's. <laughs> Thomas. All right. I, I did just just um just you know I did try to shorten it a little bit. Um, hopefully. A little bit. Hopefully, we can keep these so I can so we can like put them all together and then take a picture and put on. I love it on social. So hopefully it doesn't take 25 minutes again, but <laughs> we have the time. I was with only two other people. Um, we have the time. I'd be out of here in at one. 
32 minutes. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay, this trivia game. In my car driving by then. This wow. trivia game. We're going to play teams. So there's only going to be two wow. effective people. The teams are. I've already chosen them. Oh, my God. John and Allison, you're together. Wow. Man. Jared and Aaron. Man. Yeah. It's a classic it's a pairing. Game. It's a classic pairing. All right, all right. So I changed the points rules. I'm not sure if you guys all know the points rules from the previous game, <laughs> but I changed them. All right, so there's there's only five questions. There's no there's no um I'm not gonna read the question first or anything. Okay. So we're gonna read the question, the answers. The uh-huh. three options still. Um if one team gets the question right, it's one point to that team. If you both get it right, it's one point to a random team. What? And points get swapped also. <laughs> no <laughs> Tommy! <laughs> Tommy And just just for the game, um uh Jared and Aaron, you're always going to be heads on a coin toss, okay? Okay. Um, and then if you both get it wrong, I flip a coin. Um, if heads, all points get, re- get reset to zero. No! <laughs> one point <laughs> and one point given to the previously losing team. Um, what? <laughs> There's only five questions. These rules are sh- these rules are harder than fucking chess, Thomas. <laughs> and of tails, th- nothing happens. Nothing happens. Um, and we're gonna start off. We're gonna start off by giving the giving uh, one team a point. Um, what? So For what reason? I just why? I just flipped the coin heads. Um, I'm flipping on my phone, by the way, just so I don't have to move because it's gonna be too much with the wires. Um, uh, so, so Jared, Jared, Aaron, you're starting with one point, okay? <laughs> I don't understand. I'm just gonna go with this. So I did a lot lost. of game theory into this, Aaron. A lot of game theory. <laughs> All right. First question. All right. First question. Roger Ebert has reviewed this movie twice. He gave it four stars in the second review. But what score did he give it on the first review? This is how stars, right? Yeah, and that's four stars is the maximum. Um, a two stars, B three and a half stars, or C three stars. Can you read the choices once more? Uh, a two stars, B three and a half stars, and C three stars. Um, so you guys can discuss with your teammates. Uh, Allison. Um, this is a problem because Jared and I are sharing a mic. That's <laughs> Jared. There's no you, problem. But you can talk to each other. But you're only. But yeah, you all can fine. hear each other. Yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah. I can still see him. Well, what do you think, Alison? What do you think, what Jared? Do you think? What do you think? I'm thinking. I'm thinking it... Read the read it once more. A is two stars. B is three and a half stars, and C is three stars. Okay, you say it. All right. Okay. You have Wait, no. I have no responsibility. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one. Three stars. A, two stars. A, two stars. You're both wrong. <laughs> um, so we're going we're gonna to so flip the coin. You went to three and a half and just went to four? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Okay, so what happens if we both get it wrong? So we both get it wrong. I flip a coin. If it's heads, no. points get reset to zero, and the previously losing team gets a point. And it was heads. So that so, means now, <laughs> now, so now they're also, ahead. Now <laughs> one point. I don't know All right. Because right. um, we had one point and that point was taken away. And then the, it was rudely they taken were away. given a point. Um, there was a miscommunication. <laughs> guys, 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 we need to get this train oh, on the quick, road. Real quick, Jared, since, you're not have, don't you, since you don't have anything currently, can you move over to um, 
to Aaron. It's probably going to be easier just to discuss that way. If you just walk, physically walk over to Aaron. <laughs> Jared is getting up. He's yeah. walking over. And then that way, and then that way you guys can discuss Making easier. a pit stop. Oh Whoa. 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 That um, was fun. <laughs> all right. All right. And then you can scoot Sorry. over in that, that way. You, you two can discuss right in front Makes of me. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So question. You're dividing the room. Sorry. I just, I didn't, I didn't expect you guys to sit diagonal from each other. Um, two. Um, <laughs> okay two the name um the name of the movie is based on a poem by alexander pope what was the name of that poem oh easy um is it a farewell to london b argus or c eloisa to abe ablard I know the answer. You know the answer? Okay, then. I don't know what the answer, Jared. John, what's the answer? (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. You're going to choose a random? Am I going to pick? You pick. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. Say. John got it right. Thank you. Told you. you. So that means they now have two points, and Jared and Aaron have zero points. Oh, no. Uh, Eloise at the plaza? Uh, Eloise to Ablard. I don't. At the plaza. <laughs> <laughs> that's say it in the movie? Huh? I remember the at the do plaza. They, part. Do they say it in the movie? Yeah, no. Like, no, they say Alexander Pope in the movie. They don't say the name of yeah. the. Pope Alexander. Pope, Pope Alexander. Alexander. Yeah. All right. Number three. Um, similar to Mrs. Chow's dresses in the in, in the mood for love. No. Clementine is known for her wide variety of hair, hair colors. colors. How many? Ramona flowers. Really? How? What? <laughs> How many colors of hair um, does she have? Is it A, three, B, five, or C, four? I know which one this is. You say it. What, 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 is, what is the A, B, C? Three, five, four. four. Thank you. Three, five, four. <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. <laughs> Why do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Okay, that's fine. I think we're going to All right, all right. Are the teams ready? Yeah, okay, cool. The teams are ready. Three, two, one. C. So, yeah, C. I was going to say four. It's, it's The answer is A. I knew it. It's four. You, no, 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 no. It's no, four. No. It's, four. it's green, it's, it's, it's orange, orange, it's red, red and, and it, blue. Yeah, it's four, for sure. I don't know. I read an article. It's four. It's <laughs> four. It's <laughs> four. I think they may have mixed up red and orange. There's yeah, a red and the, the same orange. Because yeah. she does the tangerine, she which is how she gets the tangerine nickname, yeah. and then she does bright red. All right, fine. We'll go. Nobody gets any points. <laughs> <laughs> so a random team gets points, it right? It wouldn't even make sense. No, for nobody gets any points. It's just null. It's just a null question. It's removed because, from the game. Because the guy asking the questions <laughs> didn't Look, know the answer? If you both got it right anyway, um, It'd be the don't hurt me. Put time into this. <laughs> you both get it right. The points will get a swap because one. Per- if you want that, all yeah. right, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. No, no, no. <laughs> oh my goodness. So we have two points now, right? <laughs> so, so Fucking I flip bullshit. the coins. I flip the coin, right? Heads. So you guys get a point. So now it's two one. 
the points get swapped. Now it's two one. Hell what? yeah! So, what is this? This is fucking game? bullshit. This is, this it's bullshit. It's called rubber banding. It's game theory. <laughs> I don't like this. Fuck your game theory. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> All right, question four. (laughs) This is like lacrosse (laughs) game theory. Joel was originally going to be another actor before um, Jim Carrey took part, uh, took science, said he would do the role. What actor was that? Was it A, Nicolas Cage, B, Bill Murray, or C, Ben Stiller? I don't like this one at all. You answer this. I'm thinking it's, but I could be wrong. Could also see. Read it. Can you say the so choices again? The <laughs> options were A. Nicholas Cage, B. Bill Murray, or but C. Ben Stiller. Twist is <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I'd be upset if that's true. We just go with the random one. Sure. I think we should. We're just already go losing. We're <laughs> losing anyway, so right. you, you can just yell out whatever <laughs> letter you like. All right. Th- okay. Three, two, one. A. B. They got it right. Nicholas Cage is the right what? answer. Why? Um, who? So then that means it's tied two two. Yeah. Stop, Nicholas. Tied. I'm glad that that didn't happen. <laughs> no offense, Nicholas Cage. All Nicholas right. Cage was really good in adaptation. Another Charlie Kaufman script. All right, number five. This is the wild card question. Soda Society has many loyal fans Fuck. on its Instagram page at Soda Society. No, Pod. no, he can't have this on that page. Which which post has received the most likes? A, I have I have references um, for these, but um, basically it's gonna be A uh, is this um, this post. It's just a picture of like in in the mood for love, like some covers of the Mm -hmm. DVD slash whatever. Um, And then (laughs) and then uh, B is this um, this picture. It's with George and Alex. It's the mirror picture from Totoro. Uh And then C is the mirror picture for um the for uh what's it called I guess the labyrinth the lab no not the no, labyrinth it's Allison oh the lobster the lobster, the lobster. Oh, the yeah lobster. sorry yeah so the so A A is in the mood for love uh-huh. did you know post you B know? is Totoro mirror post C is um this uh the lobster mirror post all right Allison say it. <laughs> Oh dear! <laughs> I, I don't know. Do you have an idea? Yeah, no, I know what it is. So, just so people know, I run the page. He runs. It. Jared runs the Instagram. Yeah. I run the Instagram, so like I have an, a good idea. You want to know who's doing get... what? Aaron does Twitter. Jared does Instagram, Aaron Facebook. Barely does. Aaron barely does Twitter. I do. Harito t- does more Dude, than you. Aaron. Most of them, Harito does more than me, and more of the posts are just mine from Instagram. <laughs> That's true. All right. Arito works All right. really hard though. I put right. a lot of effort into All that. All right. Plot. Three, two, one. B. B. Yeah, you both got it right. <laughs> it's B. Which means uh, the points are gonna... again. <laughs> <One> of... <laughs> All right. The point goes to goes to uh, John Allison, but it gets swapped. So, so now <laughs> John. <laughs> Not sorry. Sorry. John Allison had the point. Got swapped. So now Jared and Aaron. Have three. Wait, no, if the point gets a blind, then it gets swapped. Yeah, if the point gets That's swapped. That's so dumb, Thomas. <laughs> Thomas, this is bad game theory. Thomas Joshua Miller, why are you doing this? But we're at the technical challenge now. Which can this which is will, bad game which theory. will decide the game. This is poor game theory. <laughs> oh my goodness. Which will gracious. decide the game here. No, no. 
this technical challenge is worth five points. So basically how it is in Bake Off. Yeah. Um, so basically whoever gets this question is the winner. Yeah, so basically what Bake <laughs> Off so is. We, we could skip the first part and just do the technical <laughs> well, challenge Well, no, it's technically time. possible to get so far ahead in the first <laughs> Fine, fine. <laughs> like how we would have? You know? Like we could have okay. gotten that far. <laughs> Okay, but, but, the... but, 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 but circumstances and game theory <laughs> prevented us from doing so. Because what? it's good game theory because it keeps the game going all the way to the end. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what's the technical, the technical challenge? challenge? Hit me, okay. Mary Berry. So I had sent both of you, um, I sent, sorry, but I sent both teams, I sent uh, Aaron and Allison a picture and some words. Um, you guys want, might want to pull it up for reference if you want. Uh, if you're, if you're are, are they still secret? Yes, they are still completely secret. Um, and so what you're going to do, so jo- uh, John, you're still playing with your teams. Yeah. John and Jared both forgot this, this memory, this picture that involves all of us. Every single one of us in this room is in this picture. They no. forgot this memory. I like this. Uh, this is good. But I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> and so you guys have to take turns. I'll, um, the losing team will start with the, with the, with the first word, but, um, so basically you're gonna say one word at a time. And your teammate has to try to guess what this picture is. Um, I'm so bad at this. Wait. Can... And you can't say the words that are listed. Oh, uh, I got it. Okay. That I gave you. So it's like taboo, but for pictures. Sure. And they can't do any hand gestures. And you can repeat words, but it counts as the word that you're going for that turn. Okay. All right. Do we take turns? Yes, it's take turns. So they start because they're liver losing. Okay. So. We were losing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you can say you can say your word. Sash. You can also pass if you have no idea, but it's no no Sash. no benefit. Sash. Pass. Celebration. So I have to guess the memory, right? Yeah, I have to guess the picture. The picture. Is it Allison's graduation? No. Shoot. You guys d- didn't go to her graduation. <laughs> didn't go to her graduation. Sorry, like her graduation party. Oh. Uh, that no. would be my guess. All right, cool. Oh, it's me. Yes. Um, local. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up game theory is this? <laughs> I can't design that. <laughs> okay, okay, let me guess. Local, local. Oh my god. Celebration slash local. You might get on this next one if I can't get this. Is it Riley Herms's New Year's Eve party? No. <laughs> Thanks, studio audience. I'm about to be really angry, huh? Probably. Confetti. You fool. Well, I mean, like, the question is of which. I want to say, is it 
Aaron's graduation? It's not? Hello? It's not? <laughs> okay, but what's the specific picture? Do you, I'll, I didn't want to say anything because this is the scene. But what's the specific picture? Is it? Is it the this one of me? This is fucking Jared. Fuck off. Is this the one where I'm blowing the confetti out yes. and we're all yes. standing there okay. at Aaron's graduation? Okay. Yes. 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 <laughs> I give yeah. you a laugh. <laughs> Look, John, I will say originally the picture was going to be Riley Hearns' New Year's Eve party. Yeah. But then I changed it. So wow. you were you would have got it. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you a platform. <laughs> I was like, this is gonna be a good idea. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna oh, talk thirty more man. minutes about Eternal Sunshine. <laughs> this oh, game is man. called Charlie Whatman. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's called Charlie Whatman. Yeah. Because it's Charlie Kaufman. Oh. In, in reference to <laughs> Why didn't you say that at the beginning? I forgot. I forgot. This was really good. That was a good title. <laughs> every time, every time that he gets a game, he just adds what into the title of like the movie yeah. or the director. Or... The last one was in the mood for what? No, it was um, uh, one car what? Yeah, one car what? I love in the mood for what though. <laughs> in the mood for what? <laughs> well, congratulations to our winners, Aaron and Jared, of this extremely technical. fair game. Thank you. Thank you. Fair. You both could have won. You knew the rules. You knew the rules just as much as they did. <laughs> it's just a. Pure... I said I want to do this. I thought it was gonna be fun. <laughs> it's just purely based on knowledge. <laughs> Isn't that your sentiment on the podcast as well? Yeah, like I wanted to do this, but now that I'm here, and we've been Jesus doing it Christ. for like three or four, going on four months at this. Yeah, point. almost five. Yeah, almost five. Wow. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Applause. <laughs> um, are we gonna talk about um couple things? Have we all finished our drinks? Pretty much. Yeah, we've all finished our drinks. She's working on it. Allison is still on it. It's she's drinking eleven carrots. You guys, this yeah, is a lot, a lot of carrots. It's a lot of so lot much. Of it's over twelve times the amount of normal carrot vitamin A that you need in a day. Yeah. Well, so well, Allison's finishing that. Um, Aaron, do you want to start off with your? Final thoughts about Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless oh. Mind and Jones. And Jones. 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 Um, I got, so he did, we did go over the flavors, but mine was blue. It is berry lemonade soda flavor. And there's a picture of a dude on it. There's a picture of a guy who looks like Weezer on it. <laughs> he looks like Weezer. He looks like Weezer. Um, and I hate Weezer. And just like I hate Weezer. Wow. I didn't hate the soda. The soda was fine. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. I wouldn't drink it again unless handed it. Someone handed it to me, and I knew that was the only soda that we had at the party. Um, what party would only have Jones? Yeah. Jones blue blueberry <laughs> lemonade yeah, soda. Jones, I don't know. Jones some sponsored party. Some wacko yeah, Jones so. party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna give the soda probably like a sixty-eight. That's pretty high for a soda. You would not drink in that. That's true. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> high. Sixty-eight is a D plus. Oh, you go by that. Too. Yeah. Oh, well, I go What's by. What's the point of going fifty and below? Yeah. Honestly, if it's all enough. If That's I hate so true. it, if I absolutely hate it, okay, then it's just funny after fifty or before fifty. Um, Eternal Sunshine was, was so wild film. I did not expect a lot of what was in it. 
This um, is your first time watching it. My first time viewing it. Uh, it gave me a lot of like stuff to think about afterwards. Wow. Um, uh, great acting on both Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet. The Kate Winslet's parts uh, gave me my greatest villain, Elijah Wood Elijah as Patrick. Wood. Yeah. The greatest villain in all media. In all cinema history. In all cinema history. <laughs> True Kino. <laughs> True Kino. Um, I'm going to give this film a 87. Nice. Uh, Tommy. You're, 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 you're all right. concluding all thoughts. Right. Okay. Um, this palm, wonderful, 100% pomegranate juice. Um, I give it. I give it like a good, good seventy-eight. Like, it's um, it's nice. Like it's juice. I, I, it's like it's not too too sweet. It's a little heavy though. It's pretty thick, and it almost tastes syrupy, um, like a like a soda might. But like I don't know, it's still it's still better than the Jones the Jones I would have had a drink. So I give it a 70, 78, I think I said. Um, the movie, the movie. Uh, I would give it. Um, three and a half out of four stars, which goes down to uh twenty-five divided by two is ten point five. Uh, seventy-five plus twelve point five. Yes, eighty-seven. Wow, 5. I also gave it an eighty-seven. You guys are brothers. Brett, put closer. Thank you. What? the spongebob meme oh this is a classic spongebob meme <laughs> yeah thanks audience you guys remember sorry they're here for us uh jared all right i drank the jones soda um the orange orange jones orange jones did i speak right through a sound effect yeah you just did an air horn It'd be funny. Never mind. I can't hear them. Oh, It'd be funny if we didn't refer to it. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, is that like I can't hear any of the sound effects happening because I don't have any headphones. So yeah. all the sound effects that have been happening, <laughs> I have not heard a single one. Um, There's been a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I drank jo- Jones orange cream soda, and it's pretty. It's okay. I like cream soda, but I don't love it. So I'm going to give it a 48. I'll drink it. I'll drink it. All right. And then the movie, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Man, such a good film. I love that film. Um, I would definitely give it probably like an 82. Great movie. Not a good first date movie. Don't watch <laughs> it on a first date, you guys. Watch it when you're in the thick of it. Or maybe thinking about breaking up. <laughs> Allison, go for it. <laughs> All right, I gave my headphones to Jared so he could hear some of these sound effects. So now I'm without headphones. Um, but, oh, nice. Thank you. So in terms of the drink, I had the Bolt House Farms 100% carrot juice, and I did finish the bottle, and I have intaked, intaked? That's in, not. Intook? Intook. Ingested. 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 1,200% of my daily vitamin A 
uh, <laughs> uh, re- recommended amount. So there's that. You're good on vitamin A for today. I'm very good on vitamin A. You don't have to worry about it for the week, really. For the week, really, yeah. Um, So I guess for the drink, I mean, it was actually like sweet. So it was like sweet carrot juice. So I I mean, I'm not mad at it. And I probably would. I don't want to mug it or anything. I hate this. I wouldn't like actively go out of my way to buy it. Um, but I would drink it if it was there, I guess. So I guess I, I'll give it like a 50. Like, it's not dreadful. It's fine. Is yeah. Your, is your vision improved any, like, at all from the carrots? Uh, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, no. How about um, your heart? Maybe my heart. It is, it is American Heart Association certified, uh, the drink. So, yeah, go get some carrot juice, everyone. Um, in terms of the movie... I really like this movie. I think it's really, really layered, has so much going on, and it really tugs at you emotionally, too. Um, so I'm going to give it uh, a 93. Yeah. Jones, 63. Eternal Sunshine, that's Ballast Mind, 100. Wow. Boom. Would you say this is your favorite this movie? This is one of my favorite movies of all time. Fuck. Um... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. It's just too much. <laughs> so much. Yeah. <laughs> That's the hundred percent score right there. There you go. There you go. Well, those were our thoughts and feelings about Eternal Sunshine of the Smallest Mind. Let's talk about our next. Um. Well, so that and that was our entire series about love. So the society takes on love. Yeah, now we know what love is. We, we are all we well spent three first weeks in love. It, so yep. now we know. We know for sure what love yeah. is. And who wants to? Out of you two, who wants to reveal the next, like the theme of the next three movies? I'll do it because Aaron actually looked at me earlier today and was like, "I'm not quite sure." Actually, I want to explain what he told me um, earlier today. Mm. Our next three movies are based <laughs> off of what we call guilty pleasure films, bad films, oh, yeah. those kinds of films that you watch that you're like, Oh man, I have too much some fun nostalgic <laughs> value from this. Uh-huh. When I came in today, um, Aaron already has this pick and he was like, what's the theme again? And I said, guilty pleasure films. He goes, Oh yeah. I don't believe in guilty pleasure films because films are just, because if it's pleasure, it's pleasure. Aaron, look at me. <laughs> pleasure in the pl- eye. Pleasure is pleasure, pleasure is pleasure. pleasure. Guilty wow. or otherwise. Wow. <laughs> to which Tommy and I were like, "Man, what the hell?" <laughs> we were like, "We were like, wow, that's a full utilitarian view of the world." <laughs> <laughs> so those are the next three movies we're tackling. I think Aaron and I have our picks down. John is still. You know, I'll say it. I'll say it. it I'll say it. I'll say it. Okay. Uh, what's it gonna be? My pick for the movies is. House mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Aaron, what about yourself? The Mummy. Nice. <laughs> and then mine is High School Musical 2. Yes. Yeah. I was Ooh. grandfathered into that one. <laughs> yeah, you were. And we love you for it. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we have a special guest for High School Musical we too. We do. We have yeah. friend of the podcast, Riley Herms. She's coming in. She's our residential um, Disney aficionado. She's a resident Zac Efron aficionado. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> so. So we're excited to have her here, <laughs> folks. And um, John, tell us about the what we're doing well, to finish this season. Well, we keep on mentioning this whole Spider-Man thing. By the way, it won the Academy Award for yeah. Best Animated Woo! Film. 
Yeah. Thank God. Thank God the Academy has some semblance. Of yeah. At least. Reason. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. But. And we really enjoyed the movie when we watched it all together. And it's still out in theaters, which is amazing. Go watch it. Go Again. watch it. Because we're going to review every single theatrical Spider-Man film in season two's finale, Spider-Man Into the Sodaverse. Yeah. So we're talking the original Sam Raimi tri- trilogy, the next two starring Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Far, uh, Homecoming. Homecoming. And then Spider-Verse, and right? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And then we're probably going to talk about Far From Home on season three. Yep. Yeah. Because we're aiming for it to be coming out around the same time that Far From Home will be released yes. in theaters. And then, yeah, we'll probably have season three in like summertime. Yeah. Who knows? We can all be di- in different places. Yeah, man. We can all be different people. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Anyways, you have that to look <laughs> You have that to look forward to. Um, Sp- Spider-Man Into the Sodaverse. And our next three movies. The Mommy. High School Musical 2. And How Sue. This has been Soda Society. See ya. See you in the next yeah. one. Hasta luego. Catch you on the flip Bye. Bye. Soda Society is produced by John Pacific and Friends Friends Media. Our theme song is, is by Anonymous420 and the Blue Dot Sessions. Um, please send your thoughts, hot takes, and whatnot to the fistfeed soda at gmail.com. And, uh, and, 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 and yeah, just send us your emails. And if you send us an email, we'll let you rub our tummies. Bye. <laughs>